0: Today's episode is all about energy, energy and power, energy and power, but not what you're thinking of right now. I know there's a lot going on in the world, but it's definitely not about that. We are talking specifically about renewable energy and alternative power sources. Mm -hmm. But at Grizzly Habits, we like to promote, of course, people, influencers who are doing the right thing for the community, who are setting examples. But we also like to take the time to review different products, different organizations that might be doing something similar. So for today's episode, we actually ran across a product that we really like, and it is on our table. It is the Goal Zero Power Supply. Um, And of course, we bought this product without the intent of doing a product review. But as we got to understand the company, as we placed the order, we really realized that, man, they deserve a highlight.
1: Well, it was everything from placing the order to picking up the order because we're a block away from goal zero to actually using the product. It was from start to finish of that purchase to actually using it that made a big difference for us, I think.
0: Yeah. And, and I as I started digging in a little bit more about goal zero, um, you know, they have an impact report from 2020. They made some mm-hmm. shifts because of COVID that we can talk about. But before we get started, I mean, I want to make some tea And then maybe we'll chat about why we would need portable power in our lives. So I bought the Goal Zero to charge all the camera gear, which, in fact, everything today, the podcast, the lighting, uh, and the tea kettle is all Mm -hmm. being powered by the Goal Zero. So we can see on the screen actually how much power is being consumed with the product. We're not going to go into the details about all the technical specs, Mm We just want to give you real world examples of the goal zero, what we put it to, to test and how it worked for us. But, um, I like to have it on the shoot or on the set where we can charge Mm -hmm. lights. We can charge batteries for the camera. When you're filming in 4k, you go through a ton of juice, ton of energy. Um, and you go through batteries like crazy. So if you're out camping in the wilderness and you don't have access to power, you either have to hook up like a gas generator that you carry around with you and Who wants to hear a gas generator running
1: well they're loud they're heavy and not only are you carrying around a gas generator but you're carrying around a can of gas
0: yeah you're carrying around a can of gas and for us where we stayed we actually stayed inside the trailer because it was a really cold weekend normally we would have set up a tent but we just stayed inside the enclosed right um had we had a bunch of gas it could have spilled there could be fumes so you definitely don't want that carrying around with you which is why we actually got the goal zero for this trip um so all that being said um, I like it for uh, camera gear. Now, Stephanie, you have a construction business, and like you said, you're carrying around gas generators, and you actually took the Goal Zero and used it. But what are some applications for contractors, builders, or anyone that would be requiring power?
1: Yeah. So sorry, you're going to hear a little bit of noise. That's the tea kettle that's heating up, and you'll probably see on the screen how much energy that tea kettle uses. I'm sure we'll talk about that in a little bit, but. Um, For me, on a job site, a lot of times we don't have power. So at the beginning of a a build, we set up what's called temporary power. Um, There are times when we just cannot get temporary power set up. So in those cases, we're hauling around big generators, cans of gas, the whole thing. Um, Well, we had a quick little uh, thing we had to do on on the site the other day. We had to put in some foundation piers. and use the goal zero. So it was really nice to hook up what I thought would have drained this pretty quickly, a, a pretty large drill, hooked to a 50 foot extension cord, which also concerned me a little bit about drawing power. Um, it got the job done and we started with 100% battery and when we were completed it was at 88%, I think.
0: And what's really cool that Goal Zero recommends is you can actually leave the product just plugged in at home for emergency so it's topped off when you need to use it. Uh, some of the larger power supplies you can actually plug into your um, power panel. What do we call those? Yeah, like <laughs> a
1: power bank on your house. So Goal Zero, uh, as I started doing more research on it, Goal Zero actually makes power banks so that you could plug their larger um zero kits. I, I can't remember exactly what they're called, but you plug their larger ones into your house to run your home or specific rooms in your home during emergency situations.
0: Yeah. And for those that are following along on a podcast, we do have a YouTube right now that's demonstrating what's happening. So the noise in the background, we we're actually using a electric tea kettle to boil water up to 212 degrees and uh, heat plates take a lot of energy.
1: They do. They, uh, d- they draw a lot more power than I... I thought they would so they,
0: they draw a lot and and um any kind of heat source whether it's like a radiant heater or whether it is um uh, even like a a warming plate you know they, yep. they take a lot of energy they consume a lot of energy so um the way that they describe it and the first experience i had was with goal zero on their customer service and i just wanted to know hey can i use this for all my camera gear but Let's say I want to take a Keurig camping because I'm lazy and I don't want to percolate <laughs> coffee. I just want to throw a K-Cup in and be done with it. Would it power a Keurig? And what they do is they actually give you a chart. So uh, at your own leisure, you can kind of determine uh, what you either want to recharge. Maybe you're just going to be recharging some mm-hmm. of your personal items or you're going to be running different types of uh, electronic devices. So right. Uh, what they have here is they have recharges with this Yeti 1000X, that's the product that we used. It can recharge a smart smartphone about 82 times, tablet 33 times, a laptop 20 times, uh, GoPro or a point of view camera about 197 charges on and one of those. And that's
1: from dead to charge. That's from so dead that's, to charge. I mean, if, if we think about it, like, it's not often that we're draining our cell phones or our laptops completely before we're charging them up so this is actually a lot of en- a lot of energy and a lot of things that's charging
0: yeah and it's all based off of watt hour usage so mm-hmm. um, i'm not an electrical engineer i'm not going to pretend like i know but it's easy to calculate um, you know if you have a microwave here's an example if you power a microwave at a thousand watts this getty 1000 axe will power it for one hour right so i view that as like a one-to-one ratio at a thousand right um so Here we are. Here we are. Here's our water. It's boiling, so we are going to have some nice tea popping out. It's actually boiling out the top. We put too much water in. (laughs) Um, So just compare the devices. So I believe this uh, tea kettle consumes about 1,100 watts. So had we left that plugged in for an entire hour, it likely would have drained the, the Yeti 1000X. But since we only use it for a couple minutes, you'll notice on the screen the battery level jumps back up. But just some examples here of hours of runtime. So the Yeti 1000X will power a light of life, which is their uh, light that they make for 219 hours. A regular 11 watt light bulb for 90 hours. A CPAP machine. So for those of you that uh, you might have sleep apnea and you use a CPAP device to sleep, this will actually power a sleep apnea or CPAP device for 15 hours. So Roughly two nights. That's enough to go out in the sticks and go camping and have a good weekend and still use your ZPAP machine. 42-inch uh, TV for about 10 hours. Pellet grill, grill like a Traeger. We're actually going to use it for that, definitely. It'll power a Traeger for about 17 hours. So you can get a, a couple of really good smokes out of one of these. So the list goes on and they, they give this to you. In fact, when I reached out on chat, they gave me this exact chart so you can kind of at your own discretion, make the decision as to what size you want. So we chose the 1000X and as you can see, it's working for everything that we need. I have my podcast set up, plug into it. So I have my Rodecaster Pro. We have two really bright video lights. Uh, As you can see, we like the room lit dark and this is all being powered by two uh, lights that consume about uh, 50 watt hours. Then we have um, the GoPro batteries being charged. And then we just did the tea kettle. So um, I'm confident that it's going to work for what I need it to work. Now, that being said, we both took this to the test, uh, the real world test. And we went down camping in southern Utah. And we chose the worst weekend to be (laughs) down there. It dropped into the teen temperatures. It was extremely cold. um, And unfortunately, the Yeti didn't work.
1: Yeah, I um, I was a little surprised by that, but on the drive down, because we, we actually picked it up from goal zero on our way out of town, so we didn't get a chance to unbox it, we didn't get a chance to read through the booklet, really anything until we were on the road. So um, halfway down, I, I pull out the booklet, pull it out of the box, and just make sure it's fully charged so that we can actually use it for the weekend and start reading through it. It does not work in freezing temperatures. I guess it makes sense because it is um, a lithium battery, and they don't they don't perform well in cold temperatures. Also, they don't perform well. I've noticed in extreme heat temperatures either. So, those are two things that are kind of a downfall in Utah, right? If you're going to use it, I guess outdoors where we were using it camping or where I would love to use it more frequently would be on the job site. We both are in those extreme heat or extreme cold temperatures.
0: Yeah. And at the defense of goal zero, none of our devices worked.
1: No, no. <laughs> so
0: I mean we woke up at three, four in the morning and it was freezing cold. We had a zero degree sleeping bag, so we were okay. But uh the it's iPads, telephones. the cell phones, the cameras, nothing would turn on. Mm-hmm. So it's nothing to do with goal zero on the product. I no. don't think there's any way around it. Maybe uh, goal Zero, I I haven't looked, but if there's an accessory of like a heat wrap, a lot like the car batteries, yeah. that you can plug those in and keep them warm. Maybe there's something to keep the Goal Zero without plugging it in warm. But uh, nonetheless, you can plan accordingly. You can right. make sure you understand that, hey, it's going to drop pretty dang cold in the night and I'm not going to be able to use this. Now, if you're going to take a Goal Zero to Antarctica and strap to your back and power your cell phone, you might want to think of something else from our uh, perspectives. Um, so, We like the product. The product works. There's a lot of products on the Goal Zero website. Um, You can see the accessories they've made. They have all different sizes of batteries, whether you want one of the small power packs that you take on the airplane Mm -hmm. or you can actually get the really big ones that you plug into your home as like a backup power. But aside from the product, why don't we just brainstorm some ideas as you want backup power comparable to like a backup generator? And of course, like a power outage. Um, you know, on this device, it says it can power a mini refrigerator for 28 hours. So let's say you have a really bad power outage, you could actually hook this device to a bedroom to power the lights and then maybe an outlet with a fridge. And you can take those perishable items, you can put them in a mini fridge, if you don't have cooler, you don't have ice, Mm -hmm. and you're, you're going to get through it. So that's something that's really cool to have as backup. Aside from that, camping there's a lot of opportunities to use power especially if you're a tent camper and you don't have access to an rv and you want to go out in the beautiful great state of utah and explore the wilderness it's definitely something you could use there but um steph on your job site i know we we talked earlier about having not having uh power having temp power hooked up to a site what are some things that you would need power for before you'd have temp power
1: yeah so Most of it is going to be, I mean, in today's day and age, it's tools that are battery operated, right? So um, whether that's, you know, the four guys on site each have their drills and they all have three extra batteries that are charging. In a typical scenario, when I do have temp power, we are talking about a temporary pedestal that is out in the front of the lot in snow or whatever it may be that has two extension cords plugged into it. This is part of my my reasoning for wanting to jump more into this goal zero on the job site, but it's more of a safety thing. Two two extension cords plugged in outside in the snow or rain, whatever it may be, ran 100 feet or so into the house, then hooked up to power strips, which are hooked up to multiple battery chargers. It's just a bit of a safety hazard. So there there's a lot of things, but that's kind of, number one, would be the batteries for the tools. Like I was saying, I used it for um, a drill to put those t- tilt braces, tilt-up braces on, um, and the guys had a pretty powerful drill that was not battery-operated, so we had it hooked to an extension cord, hooked to the goal zero, and we do have some footage of that. But again, I, w- I was a little blown away that it actually worked really well. Um, but those are the kinds of things early on That we would be seeing uh, a need for power. And that
0: that drill that you were using, we did the math and it was consuming about 900 watts. It's close to that microwave. And if we remember, the microwave was one hour of use at a thousand watts. Yep. Um, How long were you using the drill? Granted, it's not running for an hour straight. You're going to put it in a hole, take it out, move to the next. But how long right. would you say you had that running, and then what? Did, what did the battery come back at when you were done?
1: Yeah. So when when we started, we were probably on the job site for a total of two and a half hours. Now that's drilling the holes, putting the, the screws in, actually hooking up the tilt up braces. But um, I would guess the guys were maybe drilling for ten minutes, and that's generous. That was probably um, a high guess, but they I. We started at 100% battery. It came back at 88% battery. And you could kind of see even when we were running the kettle here a few minutes ago, right now the goal zero says it's got seven hours left with everything that we are running currently. When the kettle's on, it drops to 0.7 or so. Same thing was happening with the drill. When it's got something plugged into it that's drawing a lot of power, it's it's accurate. It's number of, you know, hours till empty decreases drastically. But as soon as you've got that shut off, it goes back up. So, you know, maybe 10 minutes total from start to finish. And that, again, is probably a little generous. But the the biggest thing for me would be the ability to charge a lot of batteries on site, so we're constantly switching out batteries and not feel like it's a huge safety hazard. Where especially if you're the if you're one of four trades on the job site. So at this at this stage, say on site, we usually have a plumber, an electrician, an HVAC contractor, the carpenters, and the carpenters are usually doing like pickup framing and things like that. So there's a lot of people with a lot of batteries all trying to charge on the job site, and at this stage, there's no power, so they're all plugged in with multiple power strips. It's just it—it's a mess. It's a safety hazard, and honestly, the Goal Zero we got, I think, is one of the smaller Goal Zeros. they They do have, and I've noticed on their social media, they do have bigger Goal Zeros that are kind of like on wheels that they – I guess are marketing on social media for construction sites. So it would be interesting to know like the difference between what that powers versus what we have. Obviously that's not the reason you and I purchased this one, but I mean the price difference you can see right there, this unit that we purchased, the 1000 X I believe retails about $1,400 if I'm correct. Uh, yeah. Um, 14 or 1500. Yeah. And it looks like the one you're looking at now, which is the 6,000 X, which is kind of the one that they promote on social media for um, construction and that kind of thing. What was that hefty price tag?
0: This one's about, let's see here. The price is $5,400. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it's pretty simple. You just multiply the usage times six. So yeah. um, we mentioned the microwave at a thousand Watts was about an hour. It's six hours with the 6,000 X or, Uh, The CPAP, we said, is about, what, 14 to to 15 hours? Uh, It's 93 hours.
1: Yeah. So you
0: you can get a lot more use out of it. um, But in essence, it's just a bigger battery.
1: Exactly. And again, I think Goal Zero offers a huge array of products, like you said, from a simple battery charger to take on the airplane to one of these heftier battery packs that is literally at your home, ready to serve as a backup generator shall we call it right a backup source of power and if I'm looking at it from the contractor's side of things because we do a lot of homes with solar um, I would say over 90 95% or more of the homes that we install solar on don't have power banks so um, what that means I guess is your essentially your monthly power bill is nothing or very very low, if anything. Um, but you're not storing that energy if it's not if you don't have a power bank to store it in, right? So when you start to purchase those Tesla power banks, and there's a million companies now that I saw at the builder show that are making power banks, but the most popular one we know of is the Tesla, right? The Powerwall thing. Um, those I'm sure are significantly more expensive than the goal zero and they're doing similar things. It's, it's overall, I guess end game is to what level of comfort are you willing to sacrifice during an emergency situation? Because this would, this would absolutely run what you need it to and get your family through comfortably and with food and everything else out um, of fairly affordable cost, right?
0: Yeah, and and beyond that, it actually can be charged by solar itself. Yep. So, let's say it is an emergency. Let's say it's it's like doomsday, right? <laughs> <laughs> Eventually you're going to run out of gas. If Correct. you have a portable generator, um, you know, gas stations will be closed down or whatever, uh you can plug this into its uh accessory solar panel and you can stick it in the backyard and you can charge it and The way that works as well is uh, depending on the size of the solar panel, let's say it's 200 Watts. Mm -hmm. It'll bring in 200 Watts in a perfect case scenario. So if it were following the sun sun and it's exactly perfect, it's going to bring in 200 Watts. So it's going to take you about four hours to charge the thousand X. Right. So if you're using a hundred watt, it's going to be eight hours. Um, So that's in theory how it should work to charge it back up. Now, give or take, if there's anything plugged into it or whatever, it's definitely going to change that drastically. But Um, with this you can have it as backup power you can have an extended solar panel just in case you know something does go crazy and you have to plug it in Um, and it it's renewable energy it is yeah off the power of the sun
1: well i think that was um kind of for me coming from someone who had never used something like this and none of my employees had seen something like this or So taking it to a job site sparked up a lot of questions, which um, I think is great. But yeah, the, you know, one of the main questions is like, can you plug the solar panel into it and let it charge while you're using it? And a lot, I mean, their website is so informative. And it's almost like every question you have can be answered by what, like they've done an excellent job on their website.
0: They have, yeah, they've done a really good job. So as far as the product goes, um, personally, I'm going to say thumbs up. Yeah. I think that it's great product. Um, I think that it's going to do everything I need it to do. I think it's going to do everything for the most part that we both need it to do for outdoors, for camping, for videography, Mm -hmm. and we'll continue to test it, but there's a lot that it will continue to do for construction. You're going to be able to plug batteries in and charge drills and just keep going as without that power on site.
1: Well, it, again, it kind of all leads back to that clean energy thing, right? It's you're carrying this goal zero or you're carrying a generator and gas cans. And I mean, let's look at the price of gas today. Gas went up 40 to 50 cents last night. Yes. And I know we're in a unique situation, but I, it's, it just makes sense to me. It makes sense to me that this is the direction that we're all headed. We're all headed in a cleaner energy direction whether that be goal zero solar p- solar power whatever we're all headed towards a cleaner way of producing energy
0: yeah and and no matter what side of the fence you're on whether you believe in global warming or you don't um the bottom of the line is it's another method yep and it's it's renewable energy where eventually we'll run out of fossil fuels Well. I mean, I don't know that for a fact, but you would think that the, the buried dinosaur bones that turn into oil will eventually disappear, right? So um, it, it's another solution, mm-hmm. and it also helps the cause. We, we consume a lot of fossil fuels, a lot of natural gas, where if we choose an alternative method, where appropriate, you're part of the solution. You can right. help save some of those non-renewable sources of energy.
1: Right. I, I just, th- I think that the more that things like this get out there, the more that people see it's going to become more common. I will say when I took this, the guys also did haul the Honda generator with the can of gas because they didn't believe that it was going to do what we needed it to do It perform. Um, but we didn't even have to think twice. The second you started working with it, it, it did what it was supposed to do when it was supposed to do it. And that's, it's exactly what it's there for. So,
0: and we said this in the intro, this is in no way a paid partnership with goal zero. And that's part of what grizzly habits does is we like to promote positivity. We'd like to find products that work companies that do what they say they do and they support their customers. We want to promote them. Um, particularly and especially small businesses. We want to make sure that we can help uh, like-minded companies out there have the tools to grow. And and that's why Grizzly Habits is here. So this is in no way a paid partnership. And we are recommending the Gold Zero because we've tried it. And we've been part of the customer service experience. And we know that that's a company that can support uh, our needs. And we're going to recommend them to all of our friends.
1: Well, I think that's part of what we haven't talked about yet is – The customer service experience, like picking up the goal zero and the way the customer like interaction is handled and ordering the goal zero, like you're the one that actually got on and ordered it. Um, speak a little bit about how was your experience with that? Because I, I find it really rare nowadays to have a really good customer service experience with people anymore. And I don't say that as a um, kind of negative Nancy attitude. I say that as over the last 18 to 24 months, I feel like people have gotten more difficult. People have become, um, they have a shorter fuse, I guess. And the, the stay-at-home, shelter-in-place COVID mindset has now killed everyone's ability to interact face-to-face with people and to treat people kindly, <laughs> I guess. Like, it's just, and so when you run across an experience like we had with Goal Zero, I feel like it needs to be talked about.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and that's part of, um, again, what we want to do is to make sure that the positivity spreads not the the negative um negative reviews or, or negative responses but uh, we talked about this in another podcast but it was about the power of reviews positive negative reviews. but ink.com said that uh it takes 40 positive reviews to overturn a negative and it makes perfect sense because uh when i scroll through the reviews or the the five-star rating you usually skim past those five stars and you stop on the one because you want to know what's up. Why did this one person not like it? Mm-hmm. And unfortunately that's, that's the memory that retains or that's the, the comment that makes us, um, you know, shift and, and look for other products. So um, we want to make sure we promote the positive where we can. And you'll notice that we don't really promote or, or mention the negative, right? We, we do, we want to do our part to make sure that we're sharing positivity, um, so to yeah. your point, the customer service, you know, there's a lot of people out there right now that are extremely stressed and overwhelmed and it's just sure. really hard. There's a lot of things that, you know, if, if you're uh, afraid of the unknown or you don't take stress easily, then there's a lot of things throughout the last couple of years that have probably made your life pretty difficult. So um, it takes a lot of energy to smile and and mm-hmm. uh, come in and, and help someone else, help the neighbor. So when we ordered through Goal Zero, when I ordered, I went on the website just spontaneously to order the, actually, I was going to get the smaller one. I was going to get the 500X. um, And just based off of chat, it was really quick in the middle of the day. I think I was snacking on lunch and I hurried and went onto the webpage and said, hey, here's some questions. Here's what I want to do. What do you recommend? And um, the person on customer service sent me over the specs and said, hey, based off these specs. Uh, You can make your decision, but uh, here's what you need to know. And it was really easy to see that, yeah, the thousand X was the right one for me. So um, we live just down the street. It's in Bluffdale, Utah, where just a couple minutes away from the headquarters. And normally you go on the website, you do an e-commerce order and they ship it to you. Well, I would rather just head on over and say, hey, (laughs) meet the team and grab my Goal Zero and get out the door. So they were able to take, uh, they sent me a link for the, the credit card they placed the order and then they had it ready within uh, a couple of days where we just swung by and we picked it up. Mm-hmm. When you pick it up because of COVID, you don't go into the facility, you call ahead of time and they bring your, uh, your order out to your car. And uh, the young lady that helped us out just had a fantastic attitude. Um, we were both laughing as she was coming to the car because it seems like she was having a good day, but she had a smile on her face. She was treating us mm-hmm. well and uh, we got the product and and we were on with our day. But, aside from customer service, if you look at the overall organization Mm -hmm. um, and I'm just going to pull it up here. So I don't, don't mislead anyone, but they have a 2020 impact report and the impact report is all around what they've done to empower human potential and give back to the community. Um, They have some numbers here where they have 81,818 people were impacted. Um, They have 14 community partners They donated 2,066 products. They focus on education. Mm -hmm. um, And they also stepped up during our nation's time of need or or the world's time of need during COVID. And they shifted and they built face shields for medical providers. We know at the very beginning of COVID, there was a shortage of N95 masks, face shields, and just about anything else Mm -hmm. where they shifted. And and I want to be cautious here because – I've heard people say that, you know, when companies jumped in to make face masks or face shields, it was selfish, right? They were just jumping on the next quick win where really these organizations, they shifted so they could keep their employees employed, right? They made a decision so they didn't have to do layoffs. Um, And they were also doing their part to give back to the community. So, um, and the reason I mentioned that is, is there was a company that uh, made suits and, It was about a $200,000 a year company and they shifted all of their tailors and everything to make masks and it turned into like a four or $5 million company and there was some negative press for that. So I'm not going to name the company or anything, but um, it's all about perspective where Goal Zero, what they did is they shifted and they donated not only money, but time, resources and people to make a necessity to make an item that we we needed. needed. Yeah. Um, So that's big. When you're able to shift, that shows a lot about your organization because you can do one of two things. You can either shift, react and shift, or you can close the doors and you can boot everyone out the door. Right. Um, And they didn't do that. They stepped up from, from the looks of it and they, uh, um, they helped the community during COVID-19. So just from the impact report, and this is on their website. If you go to the bottom of their, their webpage, there's the impact report a lot of good information there, but even if you follow them on social media, they do a lot as far as giving back, mm-hmm. humanitarian work, they donate their time. It's just a company that I, I want to promote. Um, so we're going to continue to learn. We're going to figure out what Goal Zero is all about. We're going to test their products. We're going to see how the solar panels work. We're going to take them to construction yeah. sites, um, and we'll definitely make sure that we update with the progress, but uh, definitely it's a good company.
1: Yeah, I overall, I think I'm really pleased with what I've been able to experience. Again, I love promoting small businesses. By no means is Goal Zero a small business, but they're a local business. And I think that's another um, really touching thing for us is supporting local. And Goal Zero, we've drive past it. I, I know I do every morning when I go to work, every day when I come home for lunch, when I come home at the end of the day. So I drive past the building nonstop, and um, it's great to finally own one of their products, use it, and help help support, you know, local Utah businesses.
0: And speaking of local Utah businesses, we want to promote a new small business. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is Osborne Electric. Yes. These guys came out to our house, and they changed out all of our lights. We have pendulums. We have a ceiling fan, chandelier, everything they came out and they changed the lighting uh, really quickly. They did a fantastic job. It is a uh, two brothers yep. that they they left the the corporate world, decided to chase their dream, and they started Osborne Electric. And we want to support them as best we can. So if there's any electrical general contracting that our followers are, followers are need, whether that is hot tub installation, yeah. Uh, lighting, uh, it could even be complete construction refinishing.
1: Yep, they do everything start to finish. So they, they have general contractor's licenses, they're brothers. Um, I believe they have somewhere around 15 years combined experience in elect the electrical field. But um, I know one of them, Trevor, did just get his general contractor's license. So they're doing everything from new builds all the way to, if you're remodeling, they do some stuff for – um small local clothing companies here in utah it's called piper and scoot it's really popular but they do all of their stuff and you know that the service we got from them is very similar it's um very hands-on they were very professional they were very tidy that's from a contractor's perspective um And pretty much any trade you ask, the electricians are the messiest ones on the job site. So they're known for coming in, doing their work and walking out the door and there is wire and plastic and crap everywhere. Um, It's nice to see someone have enough pride that they clean up and take their garbage with them and they take pride in what they're doing. And that's it's really important. And it's really cool to see a brand new small business doing things that are so rare.
0: And they put up with the bulldog. Yeah. So. They dealt with the bulldog. So, and, and what's really cool, um, the average age, and I'm just making this up here. I hope I'm right. But the average age of electrician is probably 44 years old. It's somewhere.
1: I would say it's probably somewhere between like 45 and 55. Okay. Around there. Yeah.
0: So let's, let's say 45 and being generous. Um, Osborne Electric Osborne, they're both
1: so twenties, right? Yeah, so I think um, I would bet Wes is probably in his early thirties, and Trevor's in his late twenties. So they're both young,
0: so we're driving down the averages, and that's our goal. <laughs> is we want to make sure we promote not only equity and trade, but trades as a successful career in general. So uh, we love seeing uh, the younger generation take a risk, try something new and jump into trades. And hopefully we see more of that. So we're going to continue to promote as much as we can, youth in trades, women in trades, Mm -hmm. or just businesses in general. So goal zero has nothing to do with the trade industry um, for the most part, but they might now they might. Yeah. So
1: no, I I think it's great and um I think we both stand on the same page that when you see a young group of anyone male female whoever you see these younger people who are taking that leap taking that step of and they both have young families they took the chance to leave and start their own company you want to promote them you want to help them you want to help them get their word out and You need to experience it before you can give a realistic, I guess, uh, recommendation. You don't want to be recommending someone that you haven't been able to do some work with. So having them switch out all of our lights was a great test for us. But I think more than that, it gives us the confidence and the comfort of being able to recommend them to everyone we know. And hopefully it helps them grow their small business, I think, it's great to see, again, more Utahns starting their own companies, more people kind of taking that leap, and younger people coming into the trades.
0: Yeah, and, and again, we are not paid sponsors. <laughs> we, we, we do not yeah. get paid to promote companies. So that's one thing that's different with Grizzly Habits is we have nothing to do with these organizations, so you can trust the feedback that we give you Uh, We want to share the positive uh, interactions that we have with different organizations and we do not take payment. Um, So that's uh, what's really unique about our product reviews is uh, we definitely don't (laughs) go and hunt for companies (laughs) and ask for free products to do a review. We purchased the goal zero. Mm -hmm. We paid for the lighting from uh, Osborne electric. So we encourage you to give them a shout. It is electric Osborne on Instagram. Or Osborne Electric on Facebook. So right. go give them a shout. And then we will also put their contact information in the link below. But that about wraps it up. So yeah. thank you for listening to this episode about the Goal Zero. Um, be sure to like, subscribe, and follow on all of our Platinum, platinum, platinum platforms. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long day.
1: Long day. But have- please leave us. Um, comments. If you have goal zeros, if you use goal zero, I'd love more information on how other people are using it because I think it's has a lot more capability than I can actually process at the moment. Um, I would love to hear what everyone else does with their goal zeros. So
0: absolutely. So like subscribe and follow. We have Stephanie at Stephanie builds it grizzly habits on YouTube, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook,
1: The book face. All of it. All of it.
0: All of it. (laughs) it. Give us a holler. Give us a shout. All right.